You know what's going on, guys? I know it's been forever since I uploaded an episode. I think it's been almost a month. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been busy with schoolwork and and you know that is my priority. So I uh, just you know had to take some time away from this and uh, had to just focus on studying and all that. I actually have two tests I'm supposed to be studying for right now um, coming up this week, and I also have Chinese food on the way, so I'm very excited and I'm trying to get this recording done so I can upload this episode go eat and then keep studying i know you don't need to know this but you also do it's pretty important stuff um so really quick i'm just gonna explain who's on this episode who i talked to a little bit about him and then one update and then i'll get the uh recording started so on episode 11 i have wolfie he was actually the mascot for the university that i attend he chose to not be anonymous he went out of his way to be not anonymous he actually yelled at me because that i even asked him why i even asked him that he to even gave him the option to be anonymous um he's pretty tame honestly i was kind of scared at first because he's a loud person uh, to say the least um i actually have a uh, one of my own shirts that i get all the uh, people who are on the show to sign and he signed uh you know the the entire middle and took up a lot of space but um, he's 21. He's actually in his fifth year. He um, is a history major major as of right now, and he was originally computer science. So this is really important because this is a story that's very common in college students. And I think uh, you know, listening to someone who's gone through that, you know, going from computer science to history would definitely benefit someone who doesn't know what they're doing or is not sure. And it's stories like these that I think that that are you know crucial and are the reason why I want people to you know listen to to this podcast. Um, outside of that, we talk about a, a little bit about the tattoo that he has. It's a gigantic tattoo, covers his entire back. That's pretty cool. Um, and we talk about him as a mascot, which is you know I always found it really interesting. I never got um, you know where you start with you know being like a mascot professionally or like you know you know really putting your time into it. But uh, we talk a lot about that. We actually started off with that, and um, all in all, just, you know, great conversation as always. Um, and then. You know, it was good. And then the little update that I have is that on this one, the intro and outro are going to be the same as the last one. But I'm, what I'm probably going to be doing is cutting it even more because I feel like it's still kind of long. I don't really want you to sit through like the 30 seconds. I want it to be like 10 to 15 more or so. But um, I kind of want to make it a little longer for the first two, just test it out. And also give, you know, a little bit more credit to uh, my friend who made it for me. And, you know, put his artistic capabilities out there for the world to hear. And... I think that wraps it up. So, uh, episode 11 with Wolfie. Here he goes. Thanks for listening. talking to a mic do i just talk talk just like this yeah just look me in the face lovingly i don't know if i want to (laughs) can i just watch this one i'm just gonna gonna, it's literally just a conversation i'm just gonna can i watch the thing you look like a girl like on a first date thank you you guys thank you you're gonna watch the recording yeah i kind of want to watch it yeah so why do you refuse to be taking an alias oh because i think that if i was watching a uh if i was listening to a podcast i would want to know the person yeah I, I want the person to be accountable for what they said right okay, but either way there's no video to this recording yeah, so like your name's affiliated with it like okay. do you want me to like specifically put your facebook page like your facebook sure. profile put my twitter handle you put your twitter at handle. mr megos <laughs> at, hit me up at mr megos there you go m-i-s-t-e-r so you're not M-E-G-O-S. okay so the reason i keep it anonymous for the people that i record with okay. is specifically because i believe that there's because Originally, I wanted to record when no one was paying attention, and then let them know after that I recorded our conversation, and okay. then put it out. Obviously, I can't put it out without letting them letting know. them know, right? Yeah. Okay. So, but I would tell them at the end of it, it's like, oh, like I recorded this. Would you guys be cool? But the thing is, like, no one wants to put out anything that you know they mistakenly would you know say, and it would get them in trouble. So the point is, I wanted to be anonymous and not have name or face affiliated, so that a person who's in college going for a job, professionally speaking, cannot get in trouble for saying something. If they're not connected to it, they can't. No one can say anything. Huh. All right. So if, okay, here's the thing. If if that's like your thing, mm-hmm. your niche, mm-hmm. where the person is anonymous, then fine. 
But if it's no, like, no, it's not my niche. Each person. Well, has no, no, a it, it sounds like no, no, no. I'm not like I'm not labeling you. I'm saying like you know, if it's like the thing, right, where mm-hmm. it's like an anonymous, and that's like you mm-hmm. know what I mean, like that's your yeah, gimmick, yeah, yeah. then fine. But like if it's up to the, if it's it is if, up to the person. So you right, I know specifically like, like you want to be like no, it's just like I don't I don't care is what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. if you if you prefer no, don't, don't bullshit me. You don't care. <laughs> you specifically yelled at me and said no, nah, I, <laughs> I don't want no fucking alias. I, I don't. I that's why I like. I'm cool with having my name. Okay. But if you... And I'm not going to hold anything back. You know what I mean? I'm going to say the same stuff. What I tell everyone in the beginning is I give them the option. A lot of people are like paranoid when I tell them. It's like, oh, you can be anonymous. Because they automatically assume it's like, oh, I might get in trouble for something I say. The anonymity factor is like just in case something happens or you say something. Because even even if it does, you you say something really, really bad, I can edit it out. All right. In a lot of cases, I have done. All right. Um, All right. Let's keep it anonymous Wow. No, it's too late. You, you, it's been oh, recording and the Twitter oh, okay. handle's already there. All right, dope. All right. <laughs> Steven Megos, S-E-P-H-E-N. Hit me up on Twitter. Because on the, the th- fourth, fifth one with Goko, yeah. I, me and him decided like he is, should not be anonymous because one, he didn't really say anything that would ever get him in trouble. Oh, okay. Two, he wants to be known for you know what he's for doing. For his thing. For his talent. For me like, too. For his what is your talent? <laughs> what is your talent? I, I tweet. I tweet. <laughs> Follow him. At, I'm, I'm going to link your Twitter. I'm 100% Please, link Please, at Mr. Megos. <laughs> All right. Let's All right. So the first thing I want to go over with you <clears throat> is, um, I think so. So for everyone, I found like I find one central aspect that I think is like very important okay. to like their college career, and okay. for you, it was being Wolfie, being a mascot. Which is, yeah, being a, a college mascot. Okay. So I was a mascot in high school once. Okay. It was for one event. I was a cardinal, and the head was broken, so I had to keep the head up the entire time. Nice. Yeah, I was just drenched in sweat. Yeah. But the thing is, it's fun. It, yeah. is re- it was really fun being in there, uh-huh. especially when no one knows and, you know, you get to do whatever you want and you, you know, feel the vibe of the crowd and you can, you basically control it. Definitely. I remember at one point it was like I was bombing. I was doing horrible and everyone's like, what are you doing? Right. And like, it was really bad. And then it like completely flipped over. I started just mimicking one of my, like one of the teachers yeah. and everyone was loving it. Yeah, yeah. And I remember that I was so hyped. My yeah. energy just went up like through the roof after that. Yeah. So I want to talk. Like, what made you decide that you wanted to be, like, a mascot? And, like, what year your college career was at? Okay. All right. That's a good question. So, when I was a sophomore in high school, mm-hmm. so I was, how old was I? Eight, 17, 16, 15. So, 15 yeah. 15, it was at the very end of the year. I was uh, having lunch with my friends, right? It was during our lunch break, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, my best friend at the time, Matt Filipek. Hit him up on Facebook. Oh my god! Uh, he, no, 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 no. He, you know, great guy. Whatever. He, uh, you know, was one of my good friends, and he, we, I don't even think we were talking. He literally looked over at me, and he's like, "You know, Steve, I feel like you'd be like a pretty good mascot." <laughs> and I was like, "What? Like that's so weird." And he's like, yeah, "Like, because we were talking. I, we might have been talking about how we hadn't had a high school mascot, like mm-hmm. an official, a guy to show up at all the football right, games right. and all the basketball games. We hadn't had one of those." In my entire high school life, and like probably for the past like ten years, mm-hmm. so did you I, have like a mascot position. We had, we no had a mascot. It was it was a position, okay, and there okay. was a suit, and they would they'd get like some person, either like you know some random student to do it for a pep rally, and okay. that was it. It does it. it, but it wasn't like a you know a dedicated guy. person. So I didn't say anything, and I looked at him, and I was like, I stood up. And just started walking down the hallway, and he Fucking got up and he, and he walked fuck. with me. Yeah, and we I walked directly to the athletic director's office, and I was like, "Mr. Merchant, I want to be the mascot." And he looked at me and he's like, "Duh, like let's do it." Like he was like, he's like, "All right, well, because it was the end of the year, so there was no more events or anything." He's like, "All right, well, next year it's yours. Like that's your thing." I'm like, "Cool." And so then next year I did the pep rally, I did all the football games, and. It was the first kind of first pep rally. I, I might have I maybe had done a couple other like appearances and events, mm-hmm. but the pep rally was the first like big one. Okay. And I remember kind of and like not. I remember getting called out of class early because I had to go get ready and mm-hmm. kind of go over stuff with like the people hosting it and people mm-hmm. doing. And it kind of gave me like I was like part of you know like this yeah yeah the energy like, of the school yeah, 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 the yeah. games like everything that was going on yeah exactly and like all the kids got called out of class you know whatever like an hour before school an hour mm-hmm. and a half before school ended but like for you know an extra like 45 minutes it was like i was the, like i got to leave early mm-hmm. you know no, i got special. to go down yeah i was special <laughs> yeah and it felt good and then when i when i got there i remember getting the suit on coming through you know and i was like religious about it no talking mm-hmm. no nothing 
So you kept like the anonymity factor, oh, like very, yeah, yeah, very, yeah. like to very. Uh, like, you took it like seriously, very seriously, okay. very seriously. And uh, I watched, I did a lot of research. I watched a lot of videos <laughs> online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read a lot about people doing mascot and you know what it took and stuff. And it hit me when we were uh, people were coming in for you know a rally or whatever, and people taking their seats in the stands, and then we're going for a little while. And it was the year that uh, Psy had that Gangnam Style yeah, yeah, song. Yeah. Uh, so, or it might have been the year or the year before that it, the song came out. But so then the song came on, and I did the whole dance mm-hmm. from like pretty much start to finish, fucking around with. Uh, can I curse? Yeah, you uh, can. Fucking around with the, with uh, teachers and stuff, and doing the dance, and it. Everybody's like cheering, cheering, and then uh, it, it was just like. It was just a cool experience seeing everybody, you know, cheer and stuff. And then there was uh, technical difficulties where, like, the microphones weren't working. Mm-hmm. So everybody's, like, kind of, it's, like, awkward. It was, like, a while. Yeah, yeah. The IT people were trying to figure it out. Like, the guy, like, the president and vice president were, like, trying to like, figure sitting, it out. Sitting yeah, around. it was weird. So then I start, like, messing with the teachers, start, like, dancing, whatever. And then, like, they start, like, everybody starts, like, cheering for, for me, right. yeah, I forget. People might have been saying like, like, because the the mascot's name was Buzz, but nobody ever said it. It was so it might have just been doing like Yellow Jacket or Hastings mm. or something like that. But it was like I was the guy. I was like dancing. <laughs> Everybody was like cheering for me, mm-hmm. and like it was this weird feeling that I had never had before. It was like I was the, the performer, and it was a total like self centered like me 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 mm. moment. It wasn't, like, <laughs> and it was it was just like a greedy like. Everybody's looking at me, and I like it. And Would you then say that I was just before that you were like, uh, you know, I don't want to generalize it too much, but like, like a popular and not popular type of person, where it's just like, no, I wasn't popular. Like, I, I didn't like. There were popular kids, and there were not popular kids. And like, I did. Was... Your, did your high school have like the typical like cliques and all? that? Oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, you know, there were kids that would go and drink on the weekends, and like Friday nights, I'd stay up with my friend Matt playing board games until three thirty in the morning, like you know, <laughs> playing Risk and stuff. Like that was me. Okay. You know? So, and, like, you know, I, I wasn't even, I wasn't smart enough to be, like, a nerd. I wasn't, like... You were, like, right in the middle. I, I, if anything, I was, like, the geekier jock. Okay. Because I was, like, really, really sporty, and yeah. I was good at the sports mm-hmm. that I did, and I was athletic, but I wasn't, like... Cool. One of, I, I didn't go out to parties and stuff. That, that type of stuff. Okay. So then, doing the mascot thing, it really gave me this, like, superpower kind of feel. Mm-hmm. And then when I, got, when I got into college... Um, a similar and I was a sophomore when I started and uh, somebody like uh, recommended it to you well yeah it was some, there were ads playing in the sack where it was like if you want to be Wolfie you mm-hmm. can you know, sign up online and whatever and uh, my friend Anna saw it and she said to me or her and actually my friend did she go to your high school or did she, she no she just, but she knew that I had done it in high oh, okay, school okay. and she and my other friend Lauren were like Steve you know if you're thinking about it you know you should try and apply and mm-hmm. I was like oh yeah maybe I applied that night <laughs> uh, maybe went, played it cool yeah, yeah, yeah didn't say anything went went to the meeting went to like for you know people interested whatever did my my tryout got it and then uh i told my roommate at the time and my girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. and other than that nobody knew so again like was, you kept it very yeah secretive. took it very very seriously and in college i was part of a team so it was more than just me which i had to get used to but um, I appreciated having a group of guys that were, like, dedicated and, like, yeah, willing to kind of keep it secret mm-hmm. and, you know, really, really just be committed towards something that I had a passion right. for. And uh, that was – and then it was just kind of all history from then on, I guess. Right. So how big of an impact do you think that made on your college career? It definitely made a huge impact. College, like, like – Just, like, how, like, you know, how you spent your time is one thing. Yeah. So um, – I had the opportunity to run track at a different at a, at Stevens Institute of Technology, mm-hmm. um, and then I eventually got the opportunity to run track here as well as a walk on, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't do either of those for Stevens. I, I didn't want to go to the school, so I was kind of a even though I wanted to run track there, and then for here I was you know dealing with classes and stuff, right, so I right. didn't know if I could handle the workload of being on the track team also. So when I came to college, be, being on track and playing soccer was a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. And then coming to college and not having that was like, it was Different. like a, yeah, there yeah. was a piece like missing. Mm-hmm. So being on that, being on a team, 
having practices, having meetings, like having like perform like something that I had to, uh, you know, I'm, I, this is my responsibility. I have to show up and, yeah, yeah. you know, be that guy, you know, as like uh, being as depended a on. Yeah. And, uh, it, that was, that was big for me. You know, I have a, I, I like, I liked being depended on and I liked I like being the center of attention. <laughs> so it, it was really, so then, you know, getting the, getting the spot as a mascot and, uh, being part of a team was huge in terms of just like me being happy and like my mental health mm-hmm. and everything, you know, just kind of st- having that part of my life. Right, right. And, uh, so then, you know, you know, I had, I met a lot of really great people. Um, you know, I made a lot of cool friends. I learned a lot about myself and about working with people and that I wouldn't have learned otherwise. So, um, it was, it was huge and it still is huge. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, happy that I went through it and I'm totally cool with like that part of my life Mm -hmm. being over because I don't really see myself being a mascot in the future Mm -hmm. anyway, like professionally. But I'm, you know, it was a good experience and I'm happy that I went through it. And it was a, it was a massive part of my college life. How many hours a week do you think you were putting in being, being Wolfie? In the suit or just overall? Uh, let's do suit and then overall. In the suit? So uh, I would probably do, it depends right on the season, right? During mm-hmm. football season, um, each game I would do half the game, right? So that would be three, uh, maybe two hours mm-hmm. of suit time mm-hmm. plus another maybe two to three hours, let's say three hours of other events. Right. So five hours a week going into like being in the suit and mm-hmm. then prob on top of that another maybe three of uh physically mending and working on suits mm-hmm. and then there was uh meetings and yeah, so this is a uh, lot of time yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was a, it was a lot you know considering especially since i had you know school work also yeah. but um and then you know so all in all, probably, I, I'd say you know eight to ten hours probably isn't mm-hmm. an exaggeration, or it's yeah. probably about right. Yeah, that's pretty. That's literally that's actually a part time job. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it was a yeah, it was a commitment, you know. And I was like, it, I I thought of it just like you know as, as if I was on a sports mm-hmm. team, you know, like I was on a, a team and this was my right. responsibility, and I was cool with it. So when did you stop caring about people knowing about you? Because <laughs> um, given given when I started knowing you, which was yeah. our sophomore year of college, so my junior, it was like maybe like a couple months in, you're like, ask me. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, my 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 first year doing it. I I kept my cards close to the chest. Um, junior year, I had a a guy that was on the team or quote unquote on the team. Um, and he was just like didn't care. He didn't care, and he outed me to a lot of people at once. You okay. were there for that, or at least I don't know if you were specifically there, but you know, people, some of these yeah. guys were here. Yeah, and so then after that, it was a lot of my friends knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of my, cir- your, you know, my circle of group of friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys all knew. So, uh, but then my, my senior year, I was it all like, it, it's supposed to be once you're a senior, then like, that's when you kind of mm-hmm. like come out as yeah. the mascot. And so my, by the time my senior year, I told a couple people and they were like, what? But other than that, it was what? like, yeah, most people, <laughs> most people had an idea, um, before then but it just because it kind of came out did it make you cooler do you think it made you cooler i think it made you cooler uh yeah <laughs> it, it was definitely a good conversation starter you know uh and it was how often did you play that card um how often did you play that card with girls <laughs> like you had to pretty play often pretty often actually i'm not proud of it but no i would 100 <laughs> like it's like it's a cool thing about me yeah. right so i mean you know I, it's like uh you know, if a guy's on the football team, he's gonna tell you he was on yeah. the football team. I'm the I mean, master, I, I say that. I say that. Like, I'll casually be like, "Oh, like you know, I'm a personal trainer." Like, sometimes. yeah, whatever. Like, personal trainer. It's yeah. my thing. That's it's what a I thing. Do. Yeah. yeah, it's a part of you. It's interesting, right? Yeah. And if it gets you a conversation with a girl, then yeah, yeah, is what it use is. it. Whatever. I'm a college <laughs> kid. Like, I don't care. <laughs> and uh, you know, the only the thing that I, I was dating somebody for a large portion of my uh, mascoting life, mm-hmm. so that kind of. But that, oh, but that's okay. That kind of helped me keep it to oh, myself. Right, also, right, right. 
But then once we broke up, then I was kind of just telling just, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, by the way, <laughs> I'm actually the mascot. If if there's one like like game or like one moment of you being Wolfie that like really stood out to you, and you're like, damn, I fucking love this. What would you say that moment would be? There are two. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking the my first football game ever. I was a junior. Mm-hmm. So I had already been doing it for a year, but hadn't been in a suit for a game yet. Mm-hmm. And it was the home seat. It was a season opener at home. It wasn't homecoming. Mm-hmm. It was a, yeah. First game of the season. We were playing New Hampshire. I can't remember. Somebody. It doesn't matter. We're playing someone. Yeah, we're playing someone. And uh, I had the second and fourth quarters. Okay. So, which is like, is yeah, that how they split my, you up? What is that yeah. how they split? Like, they yeah, take one a, quarter off. There's like, a guy the that'll do pregame, so mm-hmm. the the tailgating and stuff like that mm-hmm. as people coming into the thing, and then halftime. Mm-hmm. And then there's a guy that does first, first and, and third, and then second and, then and, second and fourth. That and makes sense. So, sec- first and third is important because you're the guy that does the run out mm-hmm. which a lot of us like like that's a with the flag honor, yeah to do in, with the yeah. flag leading coming out of the smoke yeah. leading the team onto the field but the second and fourth d- is definitely the more difficult uh job mm-hmm. and that's the one i did the most because you're in the suit for the longest because okay. second and fourth is when teams are using timeouts and right. they're like you know more commercial breaks during yeah, televised yeah, yeah. games and, and so it's more like, like kind of uh, segmented in a way where it's like the flow is a little the floor is yeah and and if the game is closer then you you could be responsible for way more because that fourth quarter is like all on you yeah, yeah. so to kind of put it in context the way I kind of saw it as a as a you know being a mascot you're there's the there's the the team right the players and the coaches mm-hmm. and there's the fans mm-hmm. and y- as the mascot you need to be connecting with both mm-hmm. so that way the fans can get the can feel connected with the players and the players can feel connected with the right. fans and you're a really really important link mm-hmm. that a lot of people sometimes won't let, won't see right away but there is a real relationship mm-hmm. there and it's important so i remember coming out of the tunnel for my second for the second quarter and the game was close, and going into halftime, like it's really, it's all, it was all a blur. But I just, I remember coming out of the gate, swinging, like I mean, one hundred percent energy right out of the bat. I was, I don't think I walked a single time. I was just, just running, running, like ran up and down the field, up into the stands, up and down the aisles, taking pictures, like grabbing onto people, high five, cheering, just. Just going as hard as possible, and I remember really feeling that the relationship like, because people yeah. liked the energy that I was giving. I I was getting it back, mm-hmm. like I was you know high fiving and messing with coaches and players. Like it, there was a real connection. And then uh, going into the second quarter, at the end of the second quarter, we returned a kick for a touchdown to tie the game. Like returned a punt uh-huh. to tie the game. And so going into the half, mm-hmm. the players are hype. I'm going nuts, mm-hmm. you know. And I, and so like I remember, you know, running all the way down the end of the at one end of the field, and to watch the punt return. Right. And so we return the punt. And I'm not expecting a touchdown, and but he returns it all the way, scores, and now I have to run a hundred yards down to the corner to pick up the flag and do a little like celebratory yeah, yeah. wave thing with the flag. And that's also exhausting. So I had to run all the way down, pick up the flag, run ha- like you know, width wise across the field, do a wave, wait for the point after try, kick it again, then do it, uh, do it again. So I'm you know really feeling that you it's know that thing you did track exhaustion. Yeah. <laughs> so then I go into the, I go into the tunnel with the team. I take my mask off and I'm just drenched. going nuts. Well, yeah, I'm drenched and I'm just like okay, the yeah. energy is at a whole different level like than what I've ever cracked out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm going. The players are grabbing on me because they just returned a kick for a touchdown. The t- game's tied. Like we're in it. They're grabbing on me. They're like, yeah, we'll be. I'm like, let's fucking go. That's how you end a half. Like, let's go. You know, going like I was like part of the team. Mm-hmm. And I, I go back to uh, to where like my uh, my couple spotters and the other mascots are and whatever, and they're like Steve, like you gotta like slow down, like because you were going like hard, yeah. and I was like no way, like I'm I know <laughs> no, what I'm, I'm doing, doing. <laughs> yeah. And so third quarter, you know, a guy does his third quarter, and the fourth quarter 
it's close. We like game's still tied. You know, I'm still going nuts, going hard, and then we eventually, you know, we win the game, and uh, off like you know a, a field goal to take the lead or something like that. Just, but it was all really just a blur. And I remember going back into the tunnel, cheering, and I'd still been giving it, you know, 100% running up and down, mm-hmm. and I had sweat completely through my undershirt the mascot suit which is about like three and a half four inches of fur sweat through that and through the jersey i was wearing so the jersey was just like saturated with water like with sweat yeah it was just complete like people weren't hugging me because i was soaked yeah and so I took the head off, and I'm just, I'm fogging up, like steam just coming off, just because of so much sweat. And I was just drenched. And I felt so good, just because, like, I, it was like, that was my debut. You were part of that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You felt the yeah. energy of the team, like, what was happening? You that, know? Yeah, and that was, like, my debut moment. And all of the other mascots were like, Steve, nobody's ever seen a mascot. Like, that was a different level of yeah. energy. And, like, that's what I was going for, and I got it, and it felt really good. And then, uh, you know, the, the next day was not good because I was dead. <laughs> dead, yeah. And I, like, I think I, I went in back, pain. showered, yeah, and took caffeine pills to stay awake, went out partying and, like, oh, drinking whatever, came back at, you know, oh, four no. in the morning after doing all this. And I remember waking up and just, like, I think I cried. I was in so much pain. Oh, God. It was, like, just, like, just, I was just drained. I was depressed all day, barely got out of bed. I was just so just physically exhausted. And emotionally exhausted just from all that. But, uh, but yeah, but that was every week I mascot of the game, I would have those Sundays were just bad, but it was worth it. Okay, so that was the first game. So, what was the second game where you had that? Oh, uh, so the, the second game, I, I just remember because, uh, it was we were playing New Hampshire. Um, it was the, it was the first game where my mom and stepdad came to watch. Mm-hmm. So, they were in the stands. Oh, cute. And, uh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and we were, it, it was, the the I had done second and fourth quarter as well, for the for the uh, basketball games and basketball games are college basketball games are two twenty minute halves mm-hmm. but we would do we would split it up into our own you know ten ten halftime ten right, ten right. right so I did the second ten minutes and of the first half and the second ten minutes of the second half so it was a fourth uh, quarter or whatever the last ten minutes of the game and we were playing New Hampshire we had had a win streak going we I don't even think we lost we hadn't lost all season. Um, and we went, I remember Jameel Warney would score, you know, get a, a basket to go up by oh, one so this, point. This one was for a basketball yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, for a basketball okay, game. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. So we, uh, you know, we would score to, to go up by one. Then they would score to go up by one. We would score, and it went back and forth like six or seven mm-hmm. times. So it was like one point, one point, one point. And so eventually, uh, uh, I'm, I'm on the co- side of the court. Losing my mind. Like, the whole arena is just going ballistic, you know. And so we're on defense. Warney had just made a layup to give us the one-point lead. And their best player, their point guard, comes, you know, driving down towards the – brings a ball, stops at the the three-point line. Uh, Game clock is off, you know, maybe like 10 seconds left in the game. Cam Mitchell is uh, guarding him on the perimeter, cuts off his right side – this guy's right side and – the point guard comes down the middle and goes up and you just know this ball's going in. Okay. Like he comes up and he goes to lay it into the hoop and like you, you feel just you know everyone's on their yeah, toes. Yeah, yeah. Like is there some moments where like even when a guy releases a three point shot, you just know it's yeah, going yeah. in. And so this guy lays the ball up off his fingertips and it's going for the hoop. And you just see not just the game but just the season. Like the we had the longest win streak in the country. We were yeah, on yeah. ESPN every week because we were winning so much. And then this like this huge jacked black arm comes flying <laughs> out of nowhere and just destroys this ball. And Jamil Warney had made the greatest block I'd ever seen in my life. I mean, it, it was it, the ball was almost at the peak. It was almost goaltending. Yeah, yeah. But this guy made just this block. Just swats it. And it was, and then I just pretty much just blacked out. I don't remember anything <laughs> after that. It was just so much just energy from the stand all everybody was just 100% energy and I remember just running onto the court just running up the stands just going nuts like my the head of the mascot suit almost came off but just like that like college basketball atmosphere mm-hmm. was just 
alive and strong in that arena. That was a that was huge. That was a blast. Do you definitely think that being Wolfie being a mascot made your relationship to sports a lot stronger? Uh, definitely. I mean, because you already said you had a background in sports. Yeah, always I, w- been I was always athletic. Um, I I didn't watch as much as much sports as I do now in uh, in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, watching that much college basketball and being a mascot for a you know a good college basketball team definitely made me. Because right now my favorite sport is college basketball. I watch mm-hmm. it as many games as I can. It's, it's, I think it's a lot more intense. It's, it's, There's it's a, a lot more on the line. Oh yeah, it's it's it's. it's it's so much better than NBA, in mm-hmm. my opinion, and uh, I. So it, I, I think uh, I definitely my relationship with sports changed. I, I, you know, now I watch everything. I watch World Series of Poker. I watch golf. <laughs> I watch <laughs> tennis. I watch NFL. I don't watch NHL. Uh, that's the only thing I don't watch. Why not? But I watch hockey. Yeah, no hockey. Why not? I, I don't like hockey. It's so you watch stupid. golf and poker, but not I watch golf, <laughs> poker, poker, soccer, baseball, everything. But I don't watch that hockey. <laughs> Interesting. And I guess it's because maybe I, we we do have a good uh, college hockey team, but it's a club team. So yeah. It's not a. It's not, a it's not as big a deal. So I never w- did any games for the mm-hmm. hockey team, just because I never got invested. I find right? it boring. Okay. So okay. It's okay. Just, yeah. Personal preference. But uh, but yeah, I, my my relationship with sports definitely got stronger. Did your parents ever? Because you said you're like your mom, and stepdad came for one of those games. Yeah, my mom. Did they ever question you like you know spending this much time being Wolfie? Uh, like worry about it? Uh, maybe worry or like just like wonder like why? Why? Just like a why? Uh, no, when because they would come to uh, high school football games every week, and so when they kind of when they heard me talking about it when they saw me doing it mm-hmm. it was like they knew that you yeah, wanted it, okay. it was a part of my life and they knew that it was helping me on multiple levels so i think uh i think they were proud of me i i mean i know they were proud of me and uh no they never like you know because me personally i know it's like if i told my parents i mean it's different for me i guess because like the immigrant mentality of like mm. brown people maybe but like i know for a fact if i was like you know, doing mask on my parents be like, no, I'll, like focus on your studies. Yeah, like, what are focus you, on your, what are yeah. you doing? Like you're wasting your time. Well, for me, the when I was in high school, um, when I wasn't on a sports team, my grades dropped significantly mm-hmm. from when I was on a sports team. I, I did better going to practice. I did better in my school. You scheduled you more. Yeah, just it, it, you know having that, you know being that like physically using mm-hmm. my body, you know playing sports, doing things, uh, that that makes me who I am you know I've yeah, always yeah. been an athletic person I've always liked sports I've like always like you know competing especially that's no, the I, biggest I 100% one. feel it this entire so, semester uh, I haven't been able to work out because like some of the in- I've told you I've talked about the right. I have like random injuries right and like I haven't really been able to work out consistently and it's like I know like my body's like missing those yeah, endorphins yeah. like there it's, was a point yeah there was a point in the beginning of the semester where I hadn't worked out in like four or five weeks and like I was genuinely just feeling like upset like constantly I couldn't figure it out and then one day I thought it's like I haven't been to the gym, been to the gym. in weeks yeah, yeah. and I went to the gym like the next day and I stood like I was there for an hour just doing cardio just sweating it yeah, out yeah. and right after that I was like I feel so much better yeah like, yeah, my, yeah like you accomplished something yeah my body yeah. is just like good like you did something yeah absolutely and because I've, I've had you know I've, I've, uh, I've had a number of injuries I, well I broke my arm on separate occasions which put me out for uh, soccer season one mm-hmm. year and out for track season and like that was that was rough like I did not do well and then like when I there was a maybe like a semester or season once where I didn't do a sport because I thought that I should focus on my studies and I ended up right. doing worse because oh, I, I had to have that like yeah you know I feel like I've been doing worse this semester because I haven't had the gym yeah yeah it's That's weird huge. it's really weird how's your shoulder doing oh not good <laughs> <laughs> whatever I mean no, it, it hasn't it hasn't dislocated in a while <laughs> but um, I, I, it's definitely a little tight. But um, I, I've been staying off of it and uh, you know focusing Doing on like little therapy exercises. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, and it's definitely gotten stronger. Um, I've been I I have to be more cautious with it, but mm-hmm. it's uh, it's good. I, I I don't it I think it popped out twice when I was in the suit, mm-hmm. which uh, oh. which sucks. Yeah, but I mean, did you just pop it back in, or did you just yeah, you pop just it back in, and you pop it pop it back in, and then like my arm is there's probably a video somewhere of my left arm just kind of dangling somewhere. Oh, uh. Yeah, but uh, but then like eventually you kind of regain the strength, and then you can start moving it. But I, I can't move it all. I well, especially in the suit after it would pop out, I wouldn't be able to like raise my arm all the way. So okay. doing certain chants would be okay, tough. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I got through it. Tough guy, tough guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what's pain, right? <laughs> All right, so from Wolfie Talk, I'm now going to move over to tattoos. Because oh, you have a fucking giant olive branch on your yeah. back. Okay. <laughs> and personally, it's like, I, again, everyone is 
can get whatever they want. Right. I, I don't. It doesn't matter to me. Sure. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that you chose. Well, one, there is like history to why you get that tattoo. Yeah. I think it's interesting how big you made it. Okay. So I want to talk about like when you made that decision, why you made it, and like, you know, do you you know do you regret it at all? Okay. All right. Um. So, I guess to I'd have to start from the beginning, right? So I had always wanted a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um. At first, I started thinking about um getting a, a, a Greek symbol, a Greek key around my arm, around my bicep. Mm-hmm. Um, key info, he is Greek. What? You're like, and letting people know that you come from like Greek. Oh yeah, Greek I'm Greek. Family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Both just, of my parents are, are immigrants. A, a frat boy. No, <laughs> really? yeah, no, I'm not Greek like, no, 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 no. Both my parents Actually were Greek. born in Greece. Uh, they're, they're both, uh, Greek, Greek is their first language. Um, but yeah, so I'm a, uh, I was born in the United States, but I'm 100% Greek. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I wanted to get a, a, a key around my arm and, uh, I was thinking about it for a while and wasn't so sure to talk to my uncle who is, uh, who has a lot of tattoos, mm-hmm. uh, uncle George. And I asked him, uh, what he thought, you know, what he went through with his first tattoo, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, he said that if I, two things, don't get a tattoo, just for the sake of getting a tattoo. Mm-hmm. And if you get a tattoo, sorry, don't like. make it small be- because then you're going to want to just keep adding more BS right. tattoos. You it's know not going to be fluent. It's yeah, like, like a make something a that, to it. You mean, that means to you. Yeah. And so immediately I thought of an olive branch just because there's so much significance in my, uh, to my life, mm-hmm. and which I'll, I guess I'll get into. And then, um, But when I came up with that idea... I waited a year, so it was like the summer of between my sophomore and junior year of high school, of college, mm-hmm. and so then the next year, I still wanted the same tattoo, so I was like, all right. Okay, yeah, because that's one of the things that I took away from one of the, the podcasts I listened to, it's like, get a, like a professional drawing of it, yeah. um, and you know, put it up somewhere in your room, or like, you know, some, somewhere you'll see it every single day, yeah. and if you see it every single day, and you're still not sick of it after an extended period of time, yeah. that's when you know, like, you can commit to this. Because yeah. a lot of people will just get it, and you know, yeah, later on, and then they're, they're like, stuck oh. with something that they don't like, yeah. you know, so, but, uh, you know, that that's, so that, that was my, uh, my personal preference, I, 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 I after a year, I thought that that was enough time, you mm-hmm. know. And then, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, that's a pretty long time. Yeah, I, I think so. And I found an artist that I, I really like. You know, I, I like his work mm-hmm. as well as I like person. I, it took me eight hours to get the thing done, so okay. I needed to be around yeah, somebody yeah. that I actually enjoyed being yeah. with. And uh, so this guy Fabian at uh, uh, Big Joe and Sons in uh, in Yonkers, mm-hmm. and uh, he and I just kind of hit it off, and he does great work. and mm-hmm. Then that was kind of it. I told him I, I wanted an, uh, an original design, which means that I didn't look through a template or mm-hmm. anything and say, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. I showed him a couple pictures. I explained to him what I was looking for and that I trusted his artistic ability. Mm-hmm. So I told him, you know, I'll give you 50 bucks right now just to make a picture, just mm-hmm. to draw it, mm-hmm. right? And I'll come back in a week. And if I like it, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. He said, cool. And uh, a week later, I went back and visited him and he, uh, he showed me what he had which was exactly what I asked for. There were a couple adjustments that I asked if he could mm-hmm. make, and he said, perfect, and then uh, that day we started. And then uh, four hours later, I had the, the outline done on my back mm-hmm. in ink. Uh, I had to wait four weeks for that to heal because it's, right, it's a scratch. He's carving into my back, yeah, right, yeah. with a needle, and it's big. So, he, yeah, I had to wait for it to scab over and heal before he could be in uh, shading which took another four hours. And then, uh, so after a month, uh, two sessions. So you, did it, so you did it only two sessions? Two sessions. He asked if that's I wanted pretty, to do... That's a pretty short amount of time for how large your tattoo yeah, is. Yeah, he, he said something that size, you, people usually do uh, like four sessions, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like two, two hours and sessions. a half, two hours okay. a session. Um, I was like, and then he said, you know, you'll decide how painful it is, mm-hmm. right? And I guess, you know, my, my pain tolerance was enough where I could sit there. I could have done the whole thing all in one shot, but he physically couldn't right. do the whole thing. To, the silhouette had the, to dry the silhouette had to, and, Right, yeah. right. So he, like, couldn't finish yeah. in time. So he was like, he did the outline. He's like, all right, you know, I'll see you in a couple weeks. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, work. And then, uh, and then that was it. So why make it as big as it is? Because, mind you, your tattoo <clears throat> is the entirety of your back. Yeah, it pretty much, it goes from my, my lower back... Uh, all the way up to you know, my like around my left back. shoulder yeah. and up to the bottom of my neck. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's definitely substantial. Um, why did I make it that size? Yeah. Well, um, the meaning of the tattoo to me is very important. I uh, 
you know, came to my my parents came to the United States. My uh, my mom, after working in a bank for a long time, started her own olive oil business. Um, olives and olive trees are a uh, huge part of Greek culture mm-hmm. and Greek history. So, uh, do you know that, specifically why? Like, what is the role that it, they play in, that, in, in Greek culture? culture? Yeah. So, Greece is a very uh, dry country, or mm-hmm. at least a very hot, but it's still a Mediterranean country. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and one of our biggest uh, I guess a- exports in the in the country is olive oil, right? Mm-hmm. We we uh, produce a massive amount of olives and olive oil, and uh, we have for a very very long time. Whether it be on the mainland, up in the north, uh, in the south, where my parents, where my mom is from, mm-hmm. uh, on the islands where my dad is from, you know, there's olive trees everywhere. So okay. it's sort of you know from going back to ancient times to today. There's artwork that shows it's just like a olive. crucial like natural endowment. That yeah, the yeah, yeah. to the country. Sure, okay. yeah. Okay. So it, it played a, a pretty big significance in my life. Um, I, I felt a real connection to my country through it, but I also found a, a big connection to you know my mom through it because she, st- she you know gave up her career in banking, she mm-hmm. working on uh, in, in the city in some pretty big banks, to uh, begin exporting olive oil from our homeland homeland hometowns to uh to the united states and that that was her passion she loves it she's still doing it her you know business is doing very well hit her up on oil id o-i-l <laughs> l-a-d-i <laughs> shameless plug okay hit her up um you know so that that was huge to me you know seeing somebody that was you know already having kids being married you know her, the, somebody you know she was in her you know, 50s when she started. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so th- that was big to me. So making it the size that I, the tattoo, is kind of as like big as I want, as I did. Proportional to how much. To how, yeah, I figured, you know, my back is my biggest canvas and I figured, you know, fuck it, why not use it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm, I'm super, super happy with my decision. Mm-hmm. I see it, you know, I look at it every day and I like, love, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a piece of art and I get to carry it with me for the rest of my life and I wouldn't have it any other way. Did your mom ever question it? No, she... Always said that she didn't want me to get a tattoo, and then I told her that I was going to get one. She was kind of like, all right. And then she and my dad both said, all right, fine. Whatever you get, we're getting the same thing. And then I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> and uh, they, I guess they expected me to kind of like, like to that. small. Yeah, or... <laughs> yeah to either get something small or to reconsider. Yeah. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to call your bluff right now. Got it over across my whole bag. And they're like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> That's a little ridiculous. <laughs> so then, uh, and... Now, uh, and so they, they didn't end up getting, my mom wants to get one now. Uh, so we'll see if she ends up going to do That's that. Dumb. I can, but. I cannot wait. I haven't figured out what I want to get tattooed yet. I know that I want a three fourth sleeve, mm-hmm. like, you know, like the perfect, like from just, the bottom from, up? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All the way up to my shoulder to like mid peck maybe. Um, and covering okay. like the shoulder. Uh-huh. Uh, I also want to get my upper back done. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I, and, like I haven't found the design that like, i really want i know and this is gonna sound like really like oh like, you're gonna get that is i really want japanese art because mm-hmm. personally like i love just just, just like the meanings behind sure. certain japanese arts like the whole idea of balance with yin and yang and like all that that kind of stuff yeah it's very cliche it's very often done the thing is i would never get like japanese words or anything like that I'm, like i think that's something kinda, that you don't know the meaning yeah, yeah yeah i think that's kind of dumb um, you know, everyone can do whatever they want, but personally, like, I wouldn't want to do that. I want, like, something that's, like, very, very artistic, something where it's, like, you look at it, and you're like, holy shit, like, yeah. that is, like, there is depth to that. Sure. Um, but, you know, I haven't found that design yet. I haven't found, like, you know, the thing that I think would be central to the design, because I want it, it needs to have meaning. I don't want yeah. something that doesn't have meaning. Like, yeah, even if it looks dope, eventually it's like, ah, like, I just got it because I wanted to get it. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that, actually, because before I got my tattoo, I was definitely more, like, judgmental about other people and their tattoos. Mm-hmm. And then, like, just kind of like, oh, that's that's not a good tattoo, mm-hmm. or oh, that's like, I don't like that one, yeah. or something like that. But oh. then I got mine, and I was looking at the same people with the same tattoos, You're like, and oh, being like, like, why? I wonder why they got that. Yeah, it's it well, not even that. It's like they got it, and that's cool. Like, yeah. if if you like your tattoo, that's all other that people will like. Like, yeah, 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 other people will acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and that's and like, I I I also like that I got it on I got it on my back because it's a place that I can show to only people that I want to show it to. Right. Right. So if it's something on my arm. It's always or, there. Yeah. It, it's something. It, or even like, you know, I could wear long sleeves, right? But if I want to wear a t-shirt. It's there. If I want to wear a tank top. Yeah. I mean, you'll see a little bit on the like upper back. But like 
I can pretty much just I could show it to only the people that mm-hmm. I want to show it right, to. Right. There's never a situation where somebody that I don't. Oh, want it's like what you like what you right. got that tattoo. Like there's no one. There's no situation where someone would be able to question it. Yeah, yeah, and like sometimes, and I like that privacy, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, may, maybe for whatever reason, I don't want person x to know that i have a tattoo for whatever reason yeah, you know yeah, fuck yeah. them whatever I, <laughs> you know maybe i just picked that person yeah. that day so you know having it on my back it's a it, it's i mean you're definitely not a shy guy you've mooned me in multiple occasions oh so I, I yeah my, my, my pants are completely different yeah, those yeah. come off all the time my <laughs> shirt though that i got it you gotta work for that <laughs> the pants i'll take out for free the underwear i'll take off for oh free. god good thing you plugged yourself if <laughs> anyone wants, everyone wants to see his ass you want to see a picture of my ass it's hairy at Mr. Mego. I, <laughs> I tweet pictures of my ass all the time. <laughs> Alright. Um, last thing is I always talk to people about school for a little bit. Okay. Just because, uh, like, obvi- uh, <laughs> okay. obviously, like, it's essential to, like, college students. Right. Um, so you're in your... You, so you did four years and now you're doing an extra semester. So I want to talk yeah. about, like, I think you originally said you were... You were uh, was it uh, uh, computer science? Computer science. Yeah. Computer science and well, your, your history now, right? Yes. Okay, so, like kind of like you know a summary of like that transition of like your decisions through that process okay so um i first well i guess picking a computer science major was pretty simple actually it was i knew i was coming to stony brook and i knew that i was uh you know going to a school that was had a very good engineering program Mm -hmm. and had a uh you know a good math program and and one of the best computer science programs in the world so I was like, all right, you know what? If I had already, I'd applied for the engineering school, right? Which is where the computer science major is. Right. And I had already gotten in not only to Stony Brook, but to the engineering school. So I thought, you know, why not pick a major in the engineering department? Mm-hmm. And if, and I, I, I thought, I guess, like, if I didn't like it, I could just switch out. And uh, that's what I ultimately did, ended up doing, except I stayed, yeah, I stayed kind of pushing through the computer science major longer than I should have mm-hmm. looking back right but um then I it was after the first semester I did really well in my first computer science class I enjoyed it so I was like all right you know let's do the next one went to uh you know CSC 114 uh, it's one of those weed out classes yeah the fr- it was, it was, it was like it was the 114 is the first weed, weed out and then it's 214 I think is the second is the one. second yeah. yeah so I I did well in 114 and I didn't like it. And mm-hmm. that's when I should have known that I should have stopped. Mm-hmm. But because I did all right, I was like, all right, I guess I'll do 214. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do as well in 214, passed the class, didn't do as well as I would have liked, and did not like it. Mm-hmm. And I also took CSE 215 at the same time, which uh, was a math class, so it was different. But... Um, which I still don't like. But then, like, you know, I was also taking the physics classes and, like, math and blah, blah, blah. And right. I was like... And then it was my junior year, right? My... I guess. Was it my junior year? Yeah, junior year. It was, like, the first week of classes. And the same friend that pointed out I should try out to be Wolfie was sitting there in my room. And she was like, you know... Because I was talking about some history thing that I'd mm-hmm. read. And she was like, you know, Steve, you should... You know, have you ever thought about being a history major? And I didn't say anything. I looked at her, looked back, looked at my computer, and enrolled in history classes and dropped out all of my computer science classes. Man, you are ball so long. Yeah, it was every decision that you made. Yeah, that's that's kind of my problem. It was like it was literally. I didn't say anything. I literally opened up my solar account, my computer, uh, Stony Brook, you know, uh, classes account, whatever, and I just dropped out of my computer science classes just like that. And I enrolled in my history, and I called up my mom, and I told her, and she's like, "What took you so long?" And then that was it. And now I'm much happier with what I'm doing. Uh, I like my classes a lot. Um, it's taking me more time than I originally expected, but I'd rather spend the extra semester mm-hmm. or year or whatever do, taking classes that I uh, like instead of like failing at mm-hmm. all the classes right. I don't. So that's really it. I mean, if I had any you know advice to anybody, it would be like, first I'd say don't even go to a university for four years right away. Go mm-hmm. to like a community college or go to a small school. Feel something out. Yeah, exactly. People like, have this take, thing where it's like you go to high school and you immediately go to college now. It's oh, yeah. When I was in high school, I went to an extremely competitive high school mm-hmm. where it was everybody, it was like Ivy League or bust. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like same. you had to be going to like, a, and I totally fell into that where it was like, oh, I want to go to a good school, school. Yeah, because yeah. I got to show off to people that I'm never going to see again anyway. But, you know, it, I didn't think about that at the time. So then I, I, I'm happy that I picked Stony Brook, right? But I, if, uh, if I could ask somebody else to do it I would say either go to a state school like I did 
or go to a smaller or a you know a two year mm-hmm. community college. I say if you're your, not committed to something and you don't know a hundred percent, don't go to a private institution. Yeah, and ninety nine percent of people don't know. Yeah, and when you go to school and people are like, oh, I'm gonna be a, they don't know what they're talking. They don't know what they're talking. They about. they're full of shit and they're lying to you and to themselves. But forget about them. Just take your core classes, your prerequisites. You know, slowly try to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, and then when you know, go to a school and get your yeah, degree. Yeah. You know, it's there's no there's no rush. Take, take four if you years, can five take years. time, take your time. Yeah, there's really no rush. So I, I'm I'm glad with the decision I made. And I, uh, so what are you planning on doing with this now? Like, what are your uh, goals from you know here on out. So grad school is an option. Um, I've been thinking about uh, possibly not. I, I have an opportunity to go to a grad school on the you know once I graduate mm-hmm. right and finish my undergrad. But um, I'm not sure that I'm going to do it. I might um, look for work uh, in another field that I'm passionate about and do that instead. Um, but uh, for now, yeah, my, honestly, my, right now my my biggest, uh, I guess what I'm kind of working towards is once I graduate, I'm probably going to move to, uh, or at least go to Florida for a little while and look for uh, for work um, working, uh, get a certification so that way I can become a, uh, a, a deck hand on a ship mm-hmm. and then hopefully work at sea for a while because that's one of my biggest passions, you know, probably more sea? so than or working on boats uh, and sailing. Very specific. Yeah. Well, yeah just working <laughs> on ships, right? Like, you know, I, I've, I, I, I'm a, I know how to sail very well. Um, I've been on very long sailing trips before. Mm-hmm. So I'd uh, I'd like to do something with that, um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't really see myself going to school for another four years. Okay, just because yeah, I'm not very good at school. So. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel yeah. that. All right, so we got a couple minutes left. Do you want to touch on any incendiary topics? Because this is honestly a lot more tame than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, I didn't I didn't curse as much. I didn't moon Imran yet. But uh, well, he's been closed the entire time. It's honestly <laughs> shocking. I'm I'm amazed. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I guess the last thing I'd like to say is uh, best of luck with your podcast. I guess, and um, you know, I I have listened. I haven't listened to all the episodes. I listened to the first two. Um, I've I love it. I'm, I'm gonna keep listening to them. I'm definitely gonna listen to mine because <laughs> I'm <talk>. an egotistical <laughs> piece of shit. And. Uh, you know, to, uh, so you know. Best of luck to you, Imran, and I, I hope that this does well. And uh, to all the inspiring mascot, aspiring mascots out there, uh, good luck. And I hope uh, you enjoy it. I guess that's really it. Fucking lit. All right, cool, man. You gotta get to class now. So yes, thanks I for being here. Yeah, and that was a good talk. Cool. Um, is there anything else I need to do, or is that it? No, no, that's it. Cool. We're, all right, we're done. See you later. Peace. <laughs>